there. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Redefining Balance. I'm your host, Jenny Semmerman, and I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today because today we are bringing in September. To me, it feels like fall as soon as it is September 1st. Even if it's still hot outside, I just feel like it's fall. And that's my favorite season, probably because my birthday is in September, but I just love everything fall. Plus, I feel like when the kids are like in school, back in a routine, it just feels like a fresh start as the season changes, as the weather does start to change a little bit, our wardrobe starts to change, our home decor starts to change, like everything starts to change and it just feels so renewing and so hopeful, you know, like anything is possible. Now, I say this because this is how it is every September, but I don't know about you, but right now the world feels a little bit crazy and it feels very heavy, like really, really heavy. And this makes it kind of hard, right? Like to try to balance these different emotions and balance these different feelings of, yay, it's fall and oh, all the things, right? Like it it can be really, really hard. But even in the midst of all of it, I feel the hope and the promise of the Lord. The more I seek him, the less I have room for news or social media and all the voices that make the world seem heavy. Now, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, then you know, I've been kind of slowly moving away from social media. In fact, I posted for the first time on Instagram just like the other day since March. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's it's been a hot minute since I have really been on social media, but I've deleted the Facebook app from my phone. I've just really tried to like distance myself because I don't enjoy it as much as I used to. And if I don't enjoy it, why am I doing it? Why am I spending my time away from my family and work and all of the other responsibilities that I have to be there? And I feel the same way about the news. Now, it's not about burying my head in the sand and pretending like what's going on in the world is not going on in the world. In fact, I recently recorded an episode with my very good friend, Amber Sandberg, of the Mom Inspired Show. I highly encourage you to go and check it out. We're just a real honest conversation between Amber and myself on what's going on in this world and how we feel about it and what we are doing to cope with all of the stress. So I hope that you go and you check that out. But here is the thing. As we go into this new season, as we start a new month, we have a choice on where we will focus. And for me, I'm gonna choose the light. I'm not gonna choose to keep focusing in on all of the things that could go wrong or what if this new mandate happens or a new lockdown happens or what if, what if, what if, what if. I think I spend way too much time personally, I will admit to this, worrying about the what if. And the Bible tells us not to worry about tomorrow. Today's got enough trouble for itself. Amen to that. But as we go into this new season, we can choose to focus on light. We can choose to focus on the good. But of course, whenever we're talking about these kind of platitude things like like finding balance or, you know, getting organized, like it's kind of like, yeah, of course we want to do that. But the big question is, how do we do that? Like, how do we actually make that happen? Well, I have been really thinking about this because my soul just so desperately needs a reset. It so desperately wants a new focus. And so I've come up with these three things and we're going to kind of dive into them that we can all use to start a new season, to kind of focus on the light in this world and not focus on the heavy, dark stuff that's going on all around us. Because regardless of anything, God is God and September is here, my friends. All right, so let's jump right in. Now, before we jump into the three tips that I have for you today, I do wanna let you know that this is like wrapping up to be the last week that you can get started 
into the life balance method. Now, this is a fantastic opportunity to reset everything. We are starting September 11th. Of course, if you want to start a little early, you absolutely can. As soon as you join, you have access to everything. But this 12-week program, it consists of learning systems on the monthly basis, weekly basis, daily basis to help you move closer to what everything God has called you to. It's a very in-depth prep week where we kind of talk about goal setting and you'll set a lifestyle goal as well as goals in all of the other areas of your life. And then as you progress through the 12 weeks, not only are you going to be learning the systems, but we will have focus weeks on your faith, marriage, career, parenting, health, home, finances, and friends and fun. And when you're focused in on those areas, there are going to be worksheets in there that will help you kind of set an assessment of where you are compared to where you want to go, help you do some action plans, even some challenges to help you show some love to your husband during the marriage week. I mean, there's a lot of really great things that are packed in there. Really, it's giving you access to everything inside of the Life Balance membership, but it's really structured within 12 weeks. In fact, I even send you the Life Balance Planner as part of the program. You can choose between the Spiral Bound or the type that's kind of punched that goes into a disc-style notebook. If you've seen me talk about my notebook or show my notebook on some of the YouTube videos, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I will send that out to you so you have a tool to be using as you're learning the system and moving through it day in and day out. It's a great value for the content that you're going to get. So make sure you check that out by going to yourliferocks.com. And we will link to it in the show notes for this episode as well. All right, you guys, let's get into these three tips. These are three things that you can be doing to kind of refresh and start anew this fall. Number one is make getting into the word of God a priority. Now, I know you're like, Jenny, duh right? Like there's a reason why when we talk about balance, putting God first and foremost in your life is what we say is first. But oftentimes the things that we know will work, the things that we know we need, for whatever reason, we don't do them. (laughs) We just don't. But you can really do a lot with just opening up your Bible and reading, maybe making it a part of your morning where it's just 15 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, but you're reading the word of God. Now, a lot of us try to fit this into our morning routine, which is great, but what if, now this is a little personal challenge. I'm gonna be doing this myself. In fact, I've already started and I wanna challenge you to be doing the same thing because sometimes we can go really aggressive after goals and then we don't always hit them and then we feel bad, right? But if we know getting into the word of God every single day is important, what if, bear with me, what if we set a goal to get into the word of God, both at the beginning of the day and the end of the day, twice a day. Yeah. So part of our morning routine and part of our nighttime routine, making that our goal. Now, here's the thing. Some days you're going to hit both of those. You're going to get it in both ends, bookend your day with the word of God, and that is going to be glorious. And then there's going to be other days that you only get in like once. Maybe you get it in the morning, but you miss nighttime because the kids are like really struggling to go down or you're just exhausted. Maybe the next day you wake up a little bit late, so you miss it in the morning, but you get it in at night. You see what I'm saying here? If we know it's important to get into the word of God, we know the enemy is going to be throwing things at us. Obstacles are going to come up and it's going to get hard to get that done. But if we decide, okay, I'm just going to do it more than once a day, then you're more likely to actually do it at least once. So that will be a big game changer for you. Now, why, right? Like when we think about 
starting the new season. I know a lot of us, we think about like organizing our house or cleaning things up or doing physical activities, setting new goals, right? But getting into the word of God, it's going to renew your mind. It's going to renew your heart. These are the things that we need because these are the roots of the actions that we take. And if we're not plowing good seeds, if we're not letting God's word wash over us, then we're going to get really angry with our kids. We're going to get really angry at the strangers that we encounter in the world, and we're not going to be the light of God. And remember, it's all about choosing to focus on the light as we move into the fall season. So best way to do that, best way to have a restart, best way to be like, yeah, so excited right now is to let the word of God renew your mind. Let that reset your heart and let that be what you focus on first and foremost, because that is the good seed that is going to give you great fruit. All right, that was number one. Number two, I think is really, really important. Now, sometimes I will watch sermons from my old church from when I used to live in Arizona, watch it like while I'm working or whenever, because I just really think our pastor is amazing and the messages are always spot on. It just really, really speaks to me. I love my local church, the church I go to. They are rock stars and amazing. And I feel the same way about that pastor. But you know what? You can't get more than like, why not, right? (laughs) Have more than one sermon in a week. So I do often watch that. And they recently went into a new series called The Devil's Playbook. Now bear with me on this number two, is I think it's important that we realize the enemy wants to divide us and cause uncertainty and conflict. That, my friends, is truth. When we look at what's going on in the world around us, do we not see the enemy's hand on it? And why should we then give into it with our spirit, knowing that it is his hand on it? Now, if you would like to know what those sermons are or know that church, just send me a message, Jenny at yourliferocks.com, and I will send you links on YouTube so you can watch this same sermon series. But we have to make sure that we are calling a spade a spade and that we're seeing the reality for what it is. Because right now there is a lot of divide. There is a lot of uncertainty and there is a lot of conflict. And if you can figure out the root cause for you, if you can figure out where's this coming from, what area of life, then that, my friends, is something you can turn away from and choose to turn off. It might be social media like it was with me, It could be conversations with some friends and family members or the news like it was with me. Shut it off and turn away. Now, obviously, friends and family, it's a little harder to turn it off, right? Like you can't just do that. And I've seen people do that and it breaks my heart. So just change the subject. It's not worth losing a relationship over because that is letting the enemy win. Uh Uh-huh. I know it's hard. It's so hard. I totally get it. I'm right there with you, but it's just not worth it. We always have to be thinking about the eternal. You know, when I was doing that podcast with Amber, one of the things that came up in our conversation is that we do have to remember that when we look around and we see all of the things that make us weary right now, when we see all of the the people and we, we have all of the emotions, we have to remember that those are all things of this world. We are not of this world. We need to focus on the things that are eternal. And having a lasting relationship with someone where we can show them the love of Jesus, that we can show them the way to heaven, that, my friends, is more important than a mask or a vaccine or a political discussion. It is way more important. So we have to stay focused on the things that are eternal and realize that that is exactly what the enemy is doing. All right, number 
three. We are blazing through these. Now, before we get into number three, let's review. So number one is to make it a priority to get into the word of God. Again, our goal is to focus on the light, to rid ourselves of the heaviness around us and really have a renewed heart and renewed mind going into a new season. So getting into the word of God. Number two is realizing the spiritual battle of that's going on around you and pick those battles wisely, right? Focus on things that are eternal. Number three, we are switching gears. Now, for me, this is one of the big ones, right? Like the other things are gonna give you the biggest impact. But sometimes this is what we're craving, right? We're craving something that is like a shakeup of our routine or a shakeup of what we're doing because it gives us different results and it feels different. And sometimes we need that, right? So we don't feel like we're stuck in a rut. We need something to kind of shake us up get us out, get us doing something else, looking at things from a different perspective. And that is my third tip for you. Change what you're working on or what you're focused on. This is the reason why I set goals every 90 days because I need to change that focus to remind myself, oh yeah, like this is what I want to my life to build. This is what I want my marriage to be. And to have time to just sit with that I know can sound like a luxury, right? Like to even just sit and think, I don't know, what do I want my marriage to be? How do I want to show up as a mom? But these are questions that are really important that we ask ourselves. And honestly, you can ask yourself these questions while you're driving the car. It doesn't have to be this Instagram perfect with a candle lit and a cup of tea and your journal out. I mean, if you can do that, kudos to you and you rock that girl, but it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't. It can literally be something that you're doing as part of your morning routine. For me, I've been doing a lot of thinking because it's not like I just sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to write out my goals. I have to really think about it and pray about it. And what do I really want to focus on for the next 90 days? Well, I've been working a lot on anti-stress because my body requires me to do that for some healing purposes and some medical issues that I have been going through. And so I spend a lot of time laying and breathing. I know it's so boring. (laughs) It really is. And it kills me, but it's what I need to do for my health. And so I will spend, and I'm not talking a ton of time. I'm talking like five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the afternoon, five minutes, maybe five to 10 minutes at night. But I will just sit there and focus on my breathing. And while I'm doing that, I will ask myself, okay, what do I want my face to be like in the next 90 days? Where do I feel like I can grow in that area? Do I feel like I'm serving enough? Do I feel like I'm sharing my faith enough? Do I feel like I'm getting in the word of God enough? Like I just ask myself these questions until the Holy Spirit kind of brings out the right answer of what it is I should focus on. And I do the same thing with my faith, with my marriage, my parenting, career, health, home, finances, and my friendships and what I'm doing for fun because, you know, You can't just work all the time. So give yourself that opportunity to set a fresh start, to focus on something new. Now, when I say I set these goals every 90 days, I do it really three times a year, even though there's four quarters in a year, but I will do it January and then I will focus on that January, February, March. And then I'll focus again, April, May, June. And then I take a little bit of a break. I take July and August just to enjoy summer, with my kids. Sometimes it's busy at work and I want things to be spontaneous. And I'm not always very good, like for camping and doing all of those things to be doing my journal work and doing the things in my planner, my life balance planner, like I ought to. So I kind of take those months off. And then I'll do September, October, and November. 
as my last 90-day kick of the year. And then I have December to just celebrate Christmas and be with my family. And again, just focus because it's also the end of the year. So career time, it's a little crazy. Things get a little out of balance. So just saying, that's what I do. You do what's best for you. But that's why we start a new round of Life Balance Method in September. Because during that prep week, I give you a course and a workbook and everything else for you to really kind of work through what those goals should be for you and what you want to be working on in the next 90 days. And you know what, my friends, I am hungry for it. I am hungry to set some new goals, to create some new structure. I have been living the life balance system that we teach inside of Life Balance Method. Let's see, this podcast is six years old, almost seven years old, and I started doing it three or four years, maybe five years before I even started the podcast and before I started Your Life Rocks. So this system, I know like the back of my hand, but I still follow it every single time I start a new 90-day goal, period, because it's good to have that refocus. It's good to have the structure, honestly, because we all need structure because structure brings about self-discipline and we're all called to have more self-discipline. And I know for myself, I could always use more self-discipline because I am a rebel at heart. So I don't always enjoy it, but I know that it's good for me and it gives great results, whether it is results in your health, whether it's results in your career, hopefully it's results in all eight areas of your life. But I know that when I commit and the discipline of the program, I not only get all of those results, but it moves me closer to God. It really does because, you know, when we talk about it, Your Life Rocks, putting God first, living in community and finding the systems. Yeah, this program is all about finding the systems and helping you create them and customize to your crazy, beautiful life. But within that, you're going to find a lot of prompts that dive you into community, that have you text people, call people, reach out and form new community. And every single day, we point to God first. Like it's just what we do. Every week you'll pick a new Bible verse. We focus on that and pray about it every single day. You do a prayer journal every week of who you're praying for, what you're praying for, because it really does focus you and move you closer to God throughout the whole 12-week program. So do you want to do it with me? (laughs) We start September 11th is the last day that you can enroll And again, once you enroll, I will send you an email and ask you, which planner do you want me to send you? We'll get that right in the mail. You'll have immediate access to all of the courses and you'll just kind of follow it week by week. So you have your prep week where you're setting your goals. And so you'll have access to that course. And then by the time we move into week one, you should have your planner in place and you can get started. And it's really super simple because you just do a lesson a week. You add it to like your weekly prep, right? And then you do your course. And then you use the planner as you're doing your daily activities as outlined. And there you go. We try to make it super simple for you because I know you got a lot going on. So again, you can learn more about the Life Balance Method by going to yourliferocks.com. Click on the programs and resources, or you can just click right on the shop and sign up. Now, if you have any questions at all about the course, feel free to send me an email at jenny at yourliferocks.com. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. I hope and pray that God just blesses you beyond measure in September, that he takes off any heaviness and any burden you're kind of carrying around, that he would show you the things that he would want you to focus on, that he would bring the right people alongside of you to create a more dynamic community, and that he would just strengthen you to know that everything that's going on in this world is going on in a place that you don't belong. 
right? And that that we can still, even in the darkest places, with the darkest circumstances, be the light of Jesus to other people and shine that light towards him so everyone in the world knows he is in control. This battle is already won and we can rejoice in that. So until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me today. Just because the show is over doesn't mean we have to stop hanging out. Hit subscribe and dive into another episode or jump on over to my YouTube channel for more content to help you thrive as a working mom. Ready to get into action? You can find a number of resources at yourliferocks.com, including the free weekly success planning course. Sign up for free at yourliferocks.com. Talk to you soon.